Hey gang, WSEG TV is on Twitch. Check it out every Monday at 1 p.m. and every Friday at 3 p.m. We are streaming music news. We have live guests. We have games, prizes, tutorials, and more. Tune in and find out only on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. Also, check out our sponsor, Moded Studios, embroidered patches and apparel. Go to modedstudios.com, M O D E D S T U D I O S.com, and check out all the latest and greatest in patches and apparel. One of my favorite patches is the Baby Yoda from the Mandalorian patch. Go and check it out for yourself, modedstudios.com. Now on with the show. Shrooms I like In and out of consciousness This feels alright Hope I don't die With these pills I might I've been up I've been down Build me up Tear me down I've been lost Now I'm found I'm faded Take me now I'm drinking Double cups My feelings Pull more up Too sober Roll one up Forget Night is day Backs tell me Heartbroken over hoes Jealous boy Drowning deep in his woes Baby girl You the reason that I drink Dead weather Grey skies overthink uh, Dead hand Red dot can't see uh, Vision blurry Fucked up off the lean eh? Diamond blurry Fucked up with the team eh? Diamond blurry Fucked up off a bean I've been up uh, I've been down Please take me I'm feeling numb but my mind tells me die I've been thinking suicide Smoke a blunt and I'm fine I've been reaching for the stars Guess I'm feeling pretty hot Just a short amount of time 27 club I might I wanna find myself but keep reaching for this knife Wanna slit my throat alright Wanna have a fucking night I needed you but you were nowhere in my side You is all cap Not a fucking mushroom just a lie My answer to my problems well Look inside my mind I'm a emo fucking kid Ready for my spirit to take flight I've been up, I've been down Build me up, tear me down I've been lost, now I'm found I'm faded, take me now I'm drinking double cups My feelings pour more up Too sober, roll one up Forget this, night is done 
And that was the latest from DJ Press Play called Faded featuring Gloom Boy Yoshi. You can find a hot link in the show notes. So go ahead and click away and support your boy Press Play. Also, Press Play will be a featured artist this Friday, June 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WSEG TV on Twitch. Um, go and hang out with us. It's a good time. It's a good fucking time. I'm loving the platform, and it also brings a new video element to the show, which I'm going to be putting up on YouTube. The the whole thing is expanding, folks. The whole shebang is expanding, and I am excited. And Press Play is going to be a featured artist this Friday, June 12, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with another Toledo artist, Uncle Ray, a.k.a. Ray Armstrong, which, uh, let's see, which I featured his song on the last episode of the podcast so he, he's the one who opened the show with if i can fly so we're gonna be talking to uncle ray press play it's gonna be a good ass time welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another episode of the we speak english good podcast today's guest is mr juicy man aka chill neil aka phil buck I had a good time talking to Juicy Neil Buck, and uh, we talked a lot about creativity and uh, how he's sort of handling his, you know, a little bit more free time with the COVID pandemic. If you guys didn't remember if, or forgot, there is a pandemic still going on. Um, so this was recorded before, you know, the the protests here in the states so we don't really cover that but we do talk about the covid pandemic thing and we also talk about uh what he's doing with his character juicy main and his vinyl release and all that good stuff so in the show notes make sure you go support your boy juicy main and that's juicymain.com and I'll, I'll actually just spell it for you just in case i'm saying it really stupidly because <laughs> it's fun to say juicy main What's up, Juicy? What's up, Juicy, man? <laughs> oh, man. I think I'm starting to get an old man laugh. Uh, juicy. Uh, J-U-I-C-Y-M-A-N-E.com. He just released a single, which um, I think we're going to play at the end of the show. It might, it's a surprise. I, I want to clear it with Juicy himself before I start playing his latest single. But, uh, uh, but we do listen to Woke a song off of his latest album, From the Juice and Within the Juice, which is just fantastic. It's just fantastic. Um, so, yeah, that's coming up shortly. But first, go to reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out the latest single, Chloroform, a release and collaboration from Random Mystique and the now defunct, disbanded, concrete project go check it out she also is a twitch streamer she twitches or streams uh three days a week you can check out her schedule it's tuesdays thursdays and sundays uh, go check it out at twitch.tv slash reina mystique uh, and you know she has their schedule up there also go check out the newly redesigned we speak english good.com there's a lot of stuff going on over there um 
especially with this WSEG TV business. So um, go check it out. There's a there's an about me section. There's uh, almost every episode of the podcast. I'm almost there, guys. Um, I, I I just I launched this show without finishing the website with all the podcasts in it. So it's uh, and there's a lot going on. Um, anyways, so go check it out. WeSpeakEnglishGood.com. You can also like, subscribe, and review the podcast. And this is how. You can like us on Facebook and Instagram at WeSpeakEnglishGood. You can follow us or subscribe. I'm sorry. Subscribe on iTunes or, or, or YouTube because we got really cool music tutorials up there that you can go check out and also at the website as well. Uh, but uh, so like, subscribe review now this is a good one here so if you if you listen to us on stitcher or podbean i'd love for you guys to leave a review there i have a lot of reviews on itunes but i would love for something to pop up on stitcher or podbean so those things help so much uh you can give us a five star or one star whatever you want if you hate this podcast (laughs) maybe not give us a one star or if you want to, who gives a shit? Honestly, I don't care. If you hate this podcast enough to go uh, go through the actual trouble to leave a, a shitty review for it, then, you know, I had it coming, right? Uh, you put yourself out there for, for this kind of judgment. This is what happens. Judgment. Uh, <laughs> so go do all those things. And uh, I, again, I, I just want to push... WSEG TV. This is really like I've only done two streams and they've been fucking fantastic and I having I'm having so much fun with them. And that's every Monday at 1 p.m. and every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, it's just gonna be an extension of the show. So if you already like this show, it's just gonna be more of this, but with music news. Let's. <laughs> Let's let's jump over to Chill Neil uh, Man Phil um, Maine. <laughs> no, Juicy Man, aka Phil Buck. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Uh, I saw you doing the quarantine stream, which honestly, I, when we first talked, I thought that was more of like when you're saying, come on, I, I had to figure out you had the podcast and the stream. It's kind of two things. Oh, doing, yeah. I'm sorry, like, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, no, it's not your fault. I <laughs> mean, I, I'm just too online, so I have too many things to keep up with. But uh, what was, oh, I was just wondering, what did you use to do your quarantine stream? Because it looks good. Like, Does the it look dope? Oh, my God. I love that shizzle. It's Streamlabs OBS. Oh okay. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's and and then for the overlays is oh my god! Thank you for drinking a martini right now. <laughs> I was so ready to drink, and I was just like waiting to start. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just mix up a martini, motherfucker." <laughs> I'll probably have to take a break to go grab another cocktail because this won't last long enough. But That's fine. We we it'll be a a nice start. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. I like it. Uh, no, no Streamlabs OBS is pretty it is what i've been using uh, there's another one i think that's just called obs um, yeah, yeah which all the like um 
uh, I don't know, Twitchers and like live streamers. Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. So the quarantine Sundays was is just something me and my wife just started doing uh, just for fun. And we're nice. just doing it on Facebook. And then I threw a couple of episodes up on my podcast stream just to sort of get people, you know, funnel them towards Sundays on Facebook. But it, that's it, cool. We're thinking about moving it all to Twitch. You do uh, YouTube streaming, right? Or are you? Are you? Yeah, I do. I actually use this site called Restream that'll let you kind of divide it up between uh, many different platform so you you should look into that i mean they do try to charge you if you try to send it to too many places but um what's sorry, it called get, it's called restream restream and it's just i think the website is just restream.io uh, but it's pretty cool because you can take whatever i haven't used stream uh streamlabs obs so i don't know i'm assuming that you just like you got to put in like your rtmp hmm. so I don't know what that means, but um. <laughs> well, like if you're streaming to uh, Facebook, usually you got to put something into your program to tell it where it goes out. You right, know? right, right. So right. whatever that information is, you just put it in a restream. And then when you're on the restream dashboard, you can kind of click, you know, I want to do YouTube and I want to do Twitch and I want to do Facebook. And it oh. kind of splits splits it out for you to all of them. That's dope as fuck. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I, I mean, because I, I did notice that I have been seeing some people doing some different streams on several platforms, but never even looked into it. And honestly, I, I really wasn't that interested in it until my wife started getting into to Twitch. And now she's uh-huh. just like, I, I that's all she wants to do. She she's like, I don't want to perform anymore in real life. I don't want <laughs> I don't <laughs> want <yeah. laughs> drunk guys, you know, hugging me for a little bit too long. And yes. I don't want uh, you know, like it just the whole bar scene and and um it, I, what's beautiful about these streaming communities is that it's like um, you get to build a, a like a whole like a a, a a subsect of super fans. You know what I mean? Like you get to just over time you get to make your own super fans who come to you because they know they want to come see you because they like whatever you're doing. They support your music. They support you know what you're doing, and I, I love that. There's a few uh, Twitchers that I'm that I'm sort of really into right now. One of them being Eighth Radio, and this dude is like, okay, so this dude, I don't know if he's like Eastern European, Russian, or, or he almost could be like Lat- Latino, but like a light skinned Latino with blue eyes. He is dude. Okay, so he just sits on a stool and he stares off into space. He has the most listless, like dead eye stare like the million (laughs) million mile stare and he sits on a stool and he fucking shreds the fucking accordion like he fucking shreds like he's like like it's fucking so fascinating because his whole backdrop is just him on the beach uh with like a crudely drawn beach animation with like a boat in the background Uh just sort of like floating on the shoreline and it's just him playing like I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world, but on accordion. It's also a MIDI controller, so he can do like EDM accordion shit. Nice. And and he doesn't say a fucking word. There's no chats, nothing. It's just he has his goals he sets up on his thing, and people are, and he's always live. Like he's always fucking live. Like I always check in out of. What, well, I've been checking in on him lately on our streams. I'll just wait. Let's just see what Eighth Wonder's doing, and we'll just click on him. <laughs> and he's just still shredding away. 
it's just completely fascinating and, and so that i mean like that's what i've loved about just sort of seeing you I, um jason black uh is kind of uh, he he's uh he knows you somehow and right. uh, uh, he kind of sent me your profile and i started looking through your stuff long time ago a couple years ago i've only known jason for a couple years so I've kind of seen that you sort of created this character and you kind of created this um you kind of created this legion of little super fans who were out there supporting you on Kickstarter and and uh you know and you got your juicy main albums out and you're getting these vinyl pressed and stuff like that. So I it's just fascinating how this new online world has sort of garnered the this uh, ability to have that kind of career online i was like and it seems to me uh, in your case that it kind of came out of a surprise it didn't really you didn't really expect things to sort of go to where they're at uh what what was sort of the precipice for juicy main and and for you know for what you're doing right now yeah i mean it's very it's a convoluted tale i mean i love like you said i i did not anticipate the the level of popularity that it that it got you know like when i started doing it it was on that app called vine mm -hmm. i don't know if you ever messed with vine but i was really into it for a while and i was trying to get you know some traction on there and so i spent a lot of time just doing any kind of trending thing and a lot of the times one of the you know trending things would be that a person would do themselves and then they do themselves talking to another self if you will <laughs> yeah yeah and you know i just did that a bunch to just I don't know. I was just having fun and, and I wanted to see where it would go. And I never really got anywhere on Vine, but it like planted to see because I would share those little six second videos to everywhere else, you know, like Facebook and, and people would always like after at Vine eventually shut down. Right. And so you, you, there wasn't like a space for that anymore. And people were like, well, you, you should keep doing it. Like maybe you should do it on Instagram because I guess the thing that really got people was the idea was that, uh, so, I mean, the only reason there's a character named Neil and then there's one called Bill and it was just because those rhyme with Phil. I wasn't <laughs> like, you know, I wasn't thinking that hard about it. I was just like Phil and Neil, right? So <laughs> the idea was that Neil always just pronounces things wrong and there's always so many great phrases. I mean, you could probably think of five just off the top of your head that you probably said in your life or, you know, somebody that, you know, it was always things like, Oh, you know, it's a blessing in the skies. And I'd be like, no, it's a blessing in disguise. That's right. not how the, you know, our Chester drawers, I think was the first one I ever did. Cause people always get like worked up about Chester drawers. Is it chest of drawers or Chester drawers? Right. And I mean, I mean, to kind of fast forward a bit, I did like after enough people were like, dude, that was, that was, I really enjoyed that. You should do that again. I was like, okay, I guess I'll do it again. So I started going on Instagram and doing that again. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't like Instagram is still like a, a tough nut for me to crack. Like I don't, I didn't get the success on Instagram that I have on Facebook and Instagram would just let me export the videos to, you know, Facebook. Mm -hmm. So at some point I was talking to one of my friends or I was just asking people on Facebook, should I make, you know, a page that's like me and the characters or should I just make it like chill Neil? And somebody was like, Oh no, you should just make a page for each one of them. Actually, it's <laughs> my buddy, uh, Rob Thomason. I'll give him a shout out. He's a great DJ name. He calls himself DJ red handed, but he was, I think he was just fucking with me and he was like, yeah, you should just do a page for all of each one of them. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And that's that. really where it's, that's where it started, you know, to pick up, you know, I think it was probably a good year where I was just doing like, 
you know, importing the old videos over to those pages and kind of trying to rekindle some of the original uh, inspiration that that made the whole thing fun to do with the character. And then somewhere along the way, I discovered this meme page on Facebook. At the time, it was only on Facebook, and it's not anymore, but it was a spoof of uh, McDonald's. And they were just taking you know, McDonald's ads and just mixing it all up, making the, the spelling nonsense. And the only reason I bring that up is because, you know, I, I got such a kick out of that. I kind of like went down this rabbit hole of like following the page and then trying to get connected to the dude who ran it, which shout out to Dalton. He's my homie now. <laughs> but at the time, I didn't know who was behind it. And I just, you know, kind of got involved. And that ended up merging itself into the whole chill Neil thing where I was because you know the chill Neil thing was that he can't say words and phrases correctly (laughs) and then the McDonald's thing is that they are not spelling anything correctly on these ads that was the funny that was the catch of it and I was like oh this is right up my alley now why don't I just make a song and and then from there I think that's where people actually started to give a shit because I mean it was probably I don't know, a couple hundred people that liked it at first, you know, which is for fun. And then the song started coming out and the, the dude who ran the McDonald's, the fake McDonald's page was willing to like put me on and like share the videos. And then people like went nuts. (laughs) Is that the, the flim fram or flim flim fresh? Yeah, that was the first one. It was flim flies was the first one. (laughs) I don't even know why. I don't even know where that came from. I just thought, you know, I guess the fun part was that it didn't take much effort to like <laughs> not say things correctly. You right. know, you just, it takes all the two seconds to say, you know, flim flies instead of French fries. So <laughs> just like, okay, yeah. And I, and like in those early days of making those songs, like that's how it worked. It was like literally 10, 10 seconds of inspiration and I would be gone for the rest of the night and I would spend like eight hours like <laughs> tracking a song, recording the lyrics, making the, you know, dancing in front of the green screen. <laughs> editing the video and so i would leave you know this is this is gonna sound bad but it was okay i mean my wife was we worked it out but she was pregnant at the time and i would just be like well you know i know you're gonna as a pregnant woman you're not like partying really you're not drinking or you know it's hard to stay up late so there was a certain time at which i was like you're good you're comfortable i'm gonna disappear and i'll be back probably like 3 (laughs) a.m yeah yeah and that's what I would do. I mean, there was probably like several nights a week where I would just go disappear because yeah. I had this dumb idea and I would just, you know, mash it out, the whole thing out, you know, and yeah. it, it, you know, it didn't always, it, it's not the highest quality, but it wasn't always the point, you know, the point right. was just that it was so ridiculous that right. it, it was just such a fun thing to do. And I felt like that came through too. I think a lot of people really enjoyed it because they could tell I was honestly having a lot of fun doing it. It was just so stupid. It's like, you know, I I could not laugh at, at just the whole thing, you know, myself. So I'm hoping that's what really connected is that people were watching it and going, oh, shit, this is so funny because it's so ridiculous, you know? Yeah. that the, Well, I mean, even when you listen to the album and like the production, I mean, and there's some like some heaters on, on your latest album I, I'm, I'm referring <laughs> to. I, I listened to a little bit of that for the mixtape, but I was mostly concentrating on your latest. And some and some of those like because there's an instrumental on there. I was like, dude, this is fucking dope. Uh, and, and and then you could tell like some of the like the production qualities all weird and like you know like you could tell that you put in um, 
you can tell that there was effort put into being like i mean not effortless but like uh effort put into the quality of you you were doing it on purpose is what i'm saying you could tell there was effort put into like because in this character's head like he's making the heaters he's you know like everything sounds good like i was i was thinking i was like what is this dude like what is this dude's apartment look like what is like (laughs) what what is juicy man's apartment look like can you can you (laughs) could you tell me what his apartment would look like well juicy man has always been you know the joke is that he's been my kind of unwelcome, unsolicited roommate. Yeah. And so I would just imagine like, he does have a room Phil. in his... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just imagine he has his own room in the house that's just like pretty gnarly. It's just like unmade bed, you know, <laughs> sheet, sheets on the floor for some reason, you know, lots of fast food wrappers, cups, <laughs> uh, you know, video game controllers, just wherever... A lot of posters on the wall of, you know, uh, his favorite rappers and, you know, generally just kind of nasty, like maybe like containers of juice everywhere. That would definitely be, that's a great question though. I mean, I never really explored that idea too much, but that would be fun. But, but then I'm like, what, what kind of lover is he? I mean, like, is he a gentle lover? Is he, is he quick? I mean, is he fucking like, is he? (laughs) You know, like what? What is it like being in a relationship with Juicy Maid? You know, oh, what? Like, like, what? What's it like to try to have an intellectual conversation with this person? Like, this is what I was thinking. I love that. I love that you could end up down that tangent with Juicy Maid. I'd say that intellectual <laughs> conversations are probably not his forte. You know, like most of the time, I think what Juicy Maid does is try to pretend like he knows you know uh, like he yeah. would be in the conversation with you and you would bring up something that he doesn't know about and he would just go along with it for a yeah. long time <laughs> yeah until finally you were starting to realize that like he doesn't know what you're talking about at right. all but he's totally gonna act like he does until the conversation's <laughs> over you know right he's gonna <laughs> own it until the end yeah i mean that's just <laughs> his goal is just trying to literally just vibe, you know like i'm just trying to vibe bro <laughs> i think that you know the the funny thing about juicy man is that it's 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 i'm trying to think of a good metaphor but maybe a metaphor is not necessary it's just like you know my personality like if if we're on this call for enough martinis you'll start to see that side of my personality come out like people know me people that have known me for a long time know how you know my front facing especially in like professional environments so like kind of right now because i'm on a podcast and i want to you know be uh you know listenable (laughs) um you know i'm pretty normal almost like just kind of you know white bread boring dude yeah but that's because you know i have to get comfortable and even sometimes like a little drunk (laughs) and once that starts happening like just as my myself this has nothing to do with the character like if I'm starting to drink enough, you'll start to hear my accent come out because I was actually raised in the South. I'm from Tennessee, and I don't really have much of an accent, but uh, it'll come out. Well, I can and I think hear it right kinda now. Like, it's pretty okay, clear yeah. right now. <laughs> it's very <laughs> but I think that's kind of relatable to the Juicy Man character. Is like that's one side of me that maybe I'm not like super proud of. Um, that you know, there's probably some problematic nature to some of those uh, personality traits. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the, the, when I play myself as, you know, I'm basically a character in those videos as myself. Right. Um, you know, I'm very, I'm very much like a square. I'm very much like not 
cool <laughs> right you're the the exact opposite of juicy bay like right in yeah, whatever world like, where juicy man is cool but you are the opposite phil of is not yeah phil <laughs> is that like major dad vibes and that's also true because i mean i've always i'm just newly a dad but i've always been like the dad guy in my friend group you know like i was always the guy that people want to do something maybe not legal or just not a great idea and i would be like oh guys and they'd be like okay dad and i'm like yeah okay yeah, i know I get it. but you're not so, in jail so. <laughs> oh no we would end up doing it anyway i would just get made fun of <laughs> no, or, we'd go to jail know. and everything but <laughs> at least i, I just was had to be made fun of first yeah exactly. exactly hey man you know what i always appreciate when i look back on those because uh, I, I was never uh, a voice of reason in my friend group i was the one who was like let's burn it yeah <laughs> um, it, I, I, I have to, I have to, you know, think when I think of the voices of reason that's been in my life over the years, I have to be appreciative of that because if it wasn't for those, like even, even if we went through the stupid shit that we were doing, at least there was someone just sitting there making myself questioning my behavior just a little bit, you know what I mean? And, and, <laughs> and that's where I'm like, cause that's where I'm at is like now, uh, now that I'm older and, 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 you know, I'm a dad that's where i'm at i have to question my behavior and everything why am i doing <laughs> especially because i'm under the fine judgment of my wife and my son and now i live with my mother so i got i got a lot of judgment to get past here so oh yes i'm sure that side of you comes out much stronger now in, <laughs> it is. in the dad position but also under your wife and and mother's eyes i mean oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah and i'm like a huge stoner so it's like it's very uncomfortable for, for me to be like okay i'll be right back mom <laughs> and then i come back way more mellow and stinking and oh, no. I, I mean, you know, she's, I, I'm pretty sure she's getting used to the idea. She, but it's, uh, it's still like, you know, it's weird. It's like, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what your relationship with your mother is, but I mean, if, if it's not the kind where you fucking light a joint and hand it to her, uh, <laughs> then, you know, anyways, no. yeah. So my mom never had that relationship with my parents. <laughs> yeah. No. So it's, uh, it's, it, it's weird. It's weird. So anyways, uh, so I I like that you have the ability to create music and then put it, you know, run a green screen and fucking video editing, putting it all together. Uh, so you must obviously have a background in all of this. And so I'm just curious, um, you know, how does all this converge into Juicy Mon? Juicy Mon? What the fuck? Are you Jamaican? Juicy Mon! Um, I love, man, we need a reggae track Juicy now. Juicy <laughs> That's that problematic side of my personality coming up. It's like, no, you probably shouldn't make a reggae track, but I'm going to do it anyway now. <laughs> Juicy Mon! <laughs> oh, dude. With fucking dreads or something? Like some shitty dreads? Oh, no. Uh, you'll get culturally appropriated. Somehow, yeah. somehow yeah. Juicy Bane will become me too and uh, that'll be the end of it. I mean, I personally got myself in trouble i i, I will leave the person nameless because <laughs> i mean who knows they they may watch this and i would hate to make them feel any sort of way but i sat down with a guy about a year ago he's a local colorado musician but well to do long story short i was trying to get him to help me work on a song he was going to mix it for me i think i offended him because i was like you know trying to tell him how this particular song originally i wrote it like almost as like a reggae song and then i tried to re interpret it and the reason i reinterpreted it was because i i was like these are the words i said i'm very sick of white boy reggae and i like he's like uh 
I mean, he follows in the shoe steps of a lot of like, he, he knows reggae for one, mm-hmm. like real reggae, but then is also inspired by people that, you know, as white people did reggae pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I think I like kind of offended him perhaps. And, and, and he never did end up mixing my song. Like, even though he like took the files and Those like fucking white boy reggae <laughs> artists are so sensitive about that shit. I hate that. No, because I'm, I come from the white boy, what reggae reggae world. I I'm lived in San Diego for about 13 years and there's like a whole hotbed of, of there's oh, yeah. bands like tri- tribal seeds, slightly stupid, Hyrie, all these, these reggae, these, you know, Caucasians play, even though a lot of them in San Diego, they're half Mexicans. So like, you know, but it, the Mexican Rastas, I love them. Uh, but the <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I mean, I think people that are paying homage to reggae yeah, that yeah, know, yeah. No, know no. the history, they're doing a good job. Right. I do think I get sick of folks that just think if they just hit the guitar on the two and the four <laughs> that they're, you know, like, and go that blah, that's blah, reggae, blah, blah. you know, <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not, you know, reggae is way much more than what you're trying to do you know like yeah. oh, my new i got a new reggae band we just you know we got an organ player and guitar player and they chuck a chick and i'm just like no just don't like yeah. you don't need to but anyway i'm sorry i, uh, I totally digress there from juicy man <laughs> juicy man <laughs> lot of mercy right near the beach right near the beaches juicy man boy <laughs> oh man all right so but but so what what is your back i mean do you what what is your day job um that you're not currently I mean, I've never been gainfully employed as any type of artist. I might just, I mean, real quick, my actual job is I, my dad was an eye doctor, is an eye doctor, sorry, uh, was an eye doctor my whole life. So that's what I went into. I'm not an eye doctor. You're an optometrist? I'm not a doctor. I just work for doctors. So like pretty much as soon as I was old enough to work, you know, I worked for him. And then every time I took my resume somewhere and there was like, you know, an optometrist that was like, oh, your dad's an optometrist. Like it was very easy to stay in that industry. And I did it. I've done it all my life. Um, You know, I went to school for film and television and just never finished. And so I have a lot of unused skills in a professional way that you see coming out (laughs) in my creative side because that's how I stay sane. Uh, I got to do this stuff. I got to get it out of my brain or I just feel like a piece of garbage, you know, like if I don't get to use that, if I don't get to flex that muscle and work it sometimes, I'm just like, you know, I want to, I want somebody to kill me. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely understand. It's like this blockage in your brain that just, I, I mean, I really believe that that that's what turns the cancer, you know, those, <laughs> those unfulfilled oh, yeah, dreams. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, all that's like backed up, just creating free radicals and exactly yeah, free radicals that are building a plaque on your brain, and, and plus you're lowering your brain, your waves, your alpha and beta waves in your brain. You're lowering it when you just watch TV, like you're actually lowering your brain waves into like almost like a sleep uh, frequency, and yeah. so like it, it's such a strange thing to be locked into television because it's like you're literally like in a sleep, like a waking sleep. And so when you just, when you train your brain and you carve out all these pathways to sort of live in that all the time, I mean, it's like why people, like when people retire and they just sit there and watch fucking Judge Judy all day and and their brains turn to mashed potatoes, it's because they're literally, they're, they're carving out pathways in their brains they're training their brain to exist in this lower frequency of existence which there's no science really to back that up and that just sounds nice because it came out of my mouth and i kind of knew the <laughs> words that are supposed to go with that but i truly believe that this shit turns the cancer 
<laughs> well, I mean, without any scientific backing, I can honestly agree that, yeah, you need to do certain things that propel your spirit forward, your mind forward. Yeah. And if you're, you know, it's very interesting time for us right now going through this pandemic with quarantines and it's like you're seeing a lot of these systems that we rely on or we've trusted in just like kind of breaking down our gears are spinning and i think it's like you know i think a lot of people suffered from you know a lot of uh, side effects of those systems for a long time so i want to be optimistic that maybe things change and that people can move toward a you know way of living where they're doing those things anyway but personally myself like I definitely learned like just being in a long-term relationship, seeing how my spouse could watch me change almost like my personality, but if not that far, my mood and stuff. And we really had to talk and figure out like, you know, how do we, how do we make a life together where everybody's happy? And part of a piece of that was for me learning that, yeah, you need to take time at least once a week and go do the things that you love. So, you know, that's why I still do something like juicy main or, you know, before that, I played in bands forever, um, and you know, I'm, I'm big into making memes, um, which a lot of people are. But I run like several different big meme accounts, so a lot of those things are all combining. Um, as far as like juicy man, it's like it's it's my academics, learning film and video editing, even as young as high school, playing in bands. You know, I mean, as young as like 15, I was playing in bands and. You know, making beats. I guess a lot of people do that if you have a computer. Um, What's your primary instrument? Uh, I, I really grew up playing piano and then learned to play bass when I was a teenager. Mm. And so I, I, I would play those two most of the time, but I would say bass is probably my go to instrument. Okay. Um, but I, I, lo- I love, um, I don't know if you like the gorillas, but Damon Alburn, you know, his whole persona in that world is just like, you know, they, they will show the dude 2D, I guess, which is supposed to be like his character, but not really anymore. Mm. But like he just has like a room of fucking keyboards and synthesizers, right. just like 10 different keyboards. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like where I, I mean, like literally in my room right now, I have like three, four different. They're all just MIDI controllers for the most part. But, you know, I like to be able to just make any sound I can at my fingertips. And then, you know, I still, I have my bass over here on the wall and I usually do try to pick that up. But, um, I mean, that was what I grew up. That's where I cut my teeth. on was playing bass in like lots of bands for a long time. Were you, um, uh, were you, first of all, I do want to point this out. Like, I love that you're what everything's sort of culminating to this point. Um, and this is what I this is what I see in myself, and when I see other people who are on the right paths, which I know that can get a little weird for people about you know destiny and all that shit. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not you don't have to look at it like that, but you could look at it as like you you kind of know that you're doing the right things when all the things that you sort of learn from life sort of culminate into making you know something that's 
you know, that you actually are seeing grow. Like you could see it, like you, like everything that Absolutely. you learned from high school, editing, film, whatever it is, from photo, like that shitty adult education, uh, Photoshop class you took for three weeks and then <laughs> quit early, you know, like all those little things that just gave you these weird basics and never really made sense at the time sort of come together and sort of create this, like, it's so fascinating to see that. And it, that's like one of those things that really, signifies to people or to me at least that okay i am doing the right thing i should be doing this you know because as artists sometimes you find yourself like what the fuck am i even doing here you know like why am i doing this and like who even gives a fuck and i'm gonna (laughs) die and you know and no one's gonna know my name and then (laughs) it gets worse and worse and worse but um you know it's a it's a good signal uh a signal if you're uh, if you're using all those skills that you sort of uh, collected all over uh, from I your mean, whole life, that's feeling that way. I mean, I feel that way probably every other week. You know, like even when I have found pathways that have led me to feel like you know, I I think the key word there is to feel <laughs> like I'm, I'm having more success. It's like you know, it's, it goes in waves, and so if if you're if anybody's listening to this and they're just feeling that way, then just know that it doesn't ever go away. And, and I still feel that way. A lot of times I'm like, God damn, what am I doing? Like, but you're right. You know, you, you, you got to follow the path that like, you know, internally feels good. And usually that's what also people respond to has been my experience. You know, it's like the things that were driving you that, that made you want to do it because it was joyful like the joy is what usually is what other people are responding to right, <laughs> in right. your work, you know, even if you're not singing a song about being joy, I'm joyful. Like, no, that's <laughs> not what we mean. It could be a song about anything. If it's making you more whole to, to make it, then that's the, that is the path, you know, that's where you should go. That's where you should take your, your skills and talents and drive, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's weird. The, it, it's weird. So, with the video editing and stuff, like, did you, when you were making these videos, um, because I know for me, I started making some silly videos, uh, were you getting any kind of like blowback from friends or not? I know you said that you had people say like, Hey, keep doing it. But did you you have any blowback from friends or family or maybe like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you doing like, this is, you know, like maybe it was weirding them out a bit. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. I mean, it's a weird relationship, um, to be that way uh with the greater public especially when it comes to the circle of friends and family that you trust i mean my family is pretty awesome um especially when it's like you know i think it was last christmas we got together and my mom like just kept saying i want to see the philip show because they still call me philip at home i'm filled everybody else in the world but and and i just didn't i didn't totally get what she meant when she kept saying yeah i want to watch the philip show and i'm like but eventually she was like getting me to put on all these videos that I had made on YouTube and they, they just had a blast. I mean, we just laughed hard as hell. And I mean, it's, it's it is awkward because it's like there there's profanity and, you know, my mom does not like profanity and there's like little nieces and nephews running around, but like they, they were totally cool with it, you know? And at the same time, you know, uh, 364 days of the year where we're not all home for Christmas, just, having the best time possible. It's like, you know, I put stuff out and I don't hear anything about it. So it's like, I don't know what, I don't know what they feel sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've definitely gotten a lot of, you know, pushback from, 
I don't know. It's weird. It's like you get into a niche and then if your stuff goes beyond that niche, like the response can be totally different, you know, like, so with the McDonald's stuff, which is where I really started to pick up steam, you know, there was a subset of people that got that humor and it was a pretty good group of people. And so every time I would come to that fan base, if you will, and, and come out with new material, you know, for the most part, they would eat it up and it would go crazy. Um, you know, thousands of views and it was just like, okay, this is good. And then as soon as I started to try to pivot and say, well, like, okay, this is doing well, let me try to put it out to this group or that group of people that maybe are not, they don't totally get it, but maybe they will. You know, I have all kinds of pushback, you know, people just, some sometimes as ignorant as people just being like, they don't like rap music, you know, like, <laughs> which I, I can't even approach that one. But, you know, it, it, it's totally understandable. You see a guy in a bathrobe and he's just <laughs> saying nonsense about McDonald's. I mean, like, sure, there's definitely some people out there that are just not even, you know, that that's like three blocks away from <laughs> yeah. where they live. You know, that's not even close. So, yeah, I think it's a great question because, I mean, for me, this new album that you were talking about kind of at the top of the interview was kind of a chance to try to pivot into a direction where it would be more mainstream, if you will, which mm. is a weird word to use for what I do. But <laughs> yes, like, it yeah, it, it was, it was just so hard to be stuck in a world where, you know, everything I did for a while was just about jokes about McDonald's, which yeah. I had a blast, but you also get to the point where you're like right. you know, a year, a year of jokes about <laughs> Ronald McDonald and you, and that gets old too. So, right. you know, I was like, well, I mean, I love doing this shit. I love to make music. I love to make, you know, all this music that I made for these comedy bits, if you will, is, is still fun for me to make. Like I enjoyed it and I wanted it to, to be out there. So I'd usually repurpose it. Actually, I should just dial back a little bit so people understand my process. Usually I actually do a live stream. I, I did it for a while up until we had a baby where I would just get on the live stream with all my gear and just start, making stuff you know impromptu and see what will come out so a lot of the stuff that was on this album started that way mm. and um that was just really fun because again it was like effortless and it was it, it just you know it was whatever popped in my brain when i was i was making this tune i was making uh whatever a baseline or a chord progression that i was feeling and then it would get that loop in and the next thing you know i'd be talking about you better drink that water and i'm like <laughs> okay that's it you know and like i would just go with it but yeah it's it's really it's it's really strange i mean i think my family supports me if even if they don't totally get it they're like all right cool you do you yeah <laughs> but it's definitely such a weird thing that it's like I, i'm even surprised to be like talking to somebody about it on their podcast i'm like i can't i can't <laughs> yeah i'm just surprised that it would get you know that much traction <laughs> no i feel you man i feel you. It, it's so weird um it's so weird that you have this idea of where your career is going as like in the arts and like uh and like where you think you're gonna be going and then all of a sudden you're fucking singing about french fries in a bathrobe you know <laughs> but, you know what i mean and it's like you know this yes. wasn't like this wasn't like your grand plan or anything it's just interesting <laughs> that like this is where we end up no because one of the reasons why i asked that is because i i i did some character uh, well i still don't think about doing it again but i got so much blowback from my friends that it like made me not want to do it anymore and 
And it's just this silly character that I have who sings about Canadian tuxedos and um, what's the other one? And and pa- pants being optional. Uh, oh, so, yes. I saw. Yeah, I've seen oh, that one. That good. was good. Oh, thank you very much. I actually wanted your opinion <laughs> just as I mean, because like, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, like, and these things are just fun. You're having fun. And, you know, it, it really weirded out my friends and family. And to the point where I'm just like, I don't even know, because I like making like like 80s type music, you know, like doing like synth wavy type stuff. So I love that. I love, there's this band that I used to listen to that used to be around here in Toledo called Gil Mantera's Party Dream. And they used to have this act, which is basically all I'm doing is stealing their thing, where they would just sort of dance around sort of effeminately to like crappy 80s style music. Um, but they were doing this in the early 2000s before crappy 80s music came back as cool again. Oh. And so, like, they didn't really go over huge. Like, I feel like they, if they would have stuck with it a little bit longer, they could have really gotten it, but they bailed. But it was just sort of this act where they got on stage and they would pretend fight, not like fist fight, but they'd be like, fuck you. Like, the lead singer, his name was Ultimate Donnie. <laughs> he was... <laughs> He was just just trashy ass white dude from fucking Youngstown, and and they he was, it was just it was crazy. They would do their songs, and then this ultimate Donnie dude would just be on the mic, just saying the most bizarre shit, and it would be hilarious. And then they would move on to the next song, and and the one guy only talked with a. Um, uh, do you know who uh, Chromio is? Yeah. So you know how like they have uh, the singer guy who plays guitar, and then they have P. I think that's his name, and he only talks yeah, yeah. with his uh, with his talk yeah, like box. A talk box yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. He only that's how he communicates. So like that was sort of he kind of did that on stage <laughs> too, but he had with vocoder. So the whole idea was like this dude. So I had I had all the I I have like so many of these ideas planned, but I just don't do it because uh, my friends were just like, dude, that's gay, you know? Like they did the whole thing, like, dude, that was really good. It's like, where are we fucking in high school or something? Like, come on, you need to, yeah, just don't even let those friends affect your creative output in that area because I mean, yeah, but but it's fine. Like, I've I've definitely uh, focused my attention in other areas, but what's from these videos have you gotten any kind of like like real world work with like editing videos or doing any kind of audio stuff i mean i i at this point unfortunately i mean none of it really led to any great gigs other than you know not even great gigs but just like you know hey i saw you did that video can you just sync this audio or anything sure Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at in life right now is I'm trying to use uh, basically all that stuff I've done. You know, when you see me doing a Kickstarter, it may seem like maybe this stuff is like very lucrative for me, but it's really not. Like, I don't make any money off of it. But it's basically for me, it's like a flyer at this point for production work, which uh, in... God, I'm losing track of the months, but I feel like maybe it was January, February uh, before things got really bad with the quarantining and all that. I I had kind of made this decision. I wanted to step away from my job. Uh, You know, I was working for an optometrist managing the practice. I worked it out with him so I could go part time. And I really wanted to try to use everything I put out as a way to get people to hire me to do just like you say. Um, If you guys need, I've done I've done several things now, but um, it's slowed down because I just haven't been advertising myself. I just felt like shit trying to be like, hey, hire me when I know so many people are out of work. And, right. Uh, hey, there's yeah, a global I mean, pandemic. Pay me for something. 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, e- even shittier, just like I had already put that whole Kickstarter thing in motion yeah. months before all this. And so I-, I had to see it through. I was ready to see it fail. And if it <laughs> failed, that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, it didn't. But uh, to get back to your point, yeah, I'm actually really trying to pivot into that world where if people need, you know, a, a theme song for your podcast or you need like I did some stuff for uh, like a dance troupe that need you know a certain amount of songs edited together with transitions mm-hmm. and you know make uh, logos like I made a great logo for my friend uh, he goes by lube job he's a <laughs> DJ it's a great DJ name but yeah we made a logo for him and I've just started to just dip my toes in some mastering work as well mm-hmm. so yeah I mean it, it's a question that i'm glad you asked only because i hope if anybody that is listening to this hears that you know hit me up i'd be happy to to work for you i'll let you boy exactly <laughs> yeah i mean i don't i don't work as much and that's mainly because for now i'm focusing on you know during the day being the the caretaker for our child but mm. you know all other available hours nap times uh after she goes to bed uh where i'm not working for my my boss i'm yeah, I'm trying to do that kind of work. So um, I'm hoping, you know, we're seeing a lot of people getting off their stay-at-home orders. Um, you know, regardless, I, I, I have a lot of thoughts about that that I'm just going to skip over. <laughs> I guess my point is when we get back to that yeah. phase that we can call normal, I really am pushing, you know, that's what I want to be doing right now. Yeah, you so, want to get back out there. Yeah, my schedule has moved back a bit. You know, I was aiming for the summertime I was going to hopefully put up a website that would be like, you know, a portfolio of all this shit I've done and be like, Hey, I can do it for you now. Yeah. yeah, I did it <laughs> for I me. To... Let me do it for you. Yeah. And I'll give a shout out to a great, uh, meme friend of mine, uh, Ron Spetta. Uh, he goes by Spetta comedy on Instagram. The dude is so talented. And like, he was really my, uh, inspiration role model because, uh, not that I've never told him this, but just watching him, I mean, he makes a ton of great fucking, you know, whether it's photo edited stuff, like he'll take a movie and and turn it into a Mario theme, or he'll take, you know, one of the things he did recently that was so funny is he took the uh, Law and Order song and he like just did a whole version of it acapella where he's like, he made up lyrics. They're so fucking stupid. I'm not even going to try to reproduce them but anyway he he does all this great shit that i just described and he is able to you know basically use that as an advertisement for his skills and i was like that's the way that's it you know it's like you can't probably make you can't make your mortgage or rent payment off of memes and silly youtube videos some people can good for them i i can't but maybe i can at least use that stuff to say hey if you need this maybe you just pay me to help you yeah (laughs) It's like, that would be tight. <laughs> that would be real tight. Well, w- well, one of the reasons why I asked you that in j- it, it, at all was because when I first started making these stupid videos, like some, like because I'm in a band with Jason uh, Black, so I would make. Are stu- you guys? Is it Green Acre Sessions yes. together? Okay, yeah. I was going to ask you about it, but yes. now it's it's here. Now it's here. Uh, yeah. So me and, and me and uh, Jason has collaborated on some videos that you know on a video or so, and. Yeah, oh, fuck. What was I talking about? God damn. Oh yeah. So I was making these stupid ass videos, just putting them out, like advertising for shows that are upcoming, or or whatever the reason was. I was just putting energy into making shitty, stupid, funny videos, 
And that led to someone being like, hey, can you sync audio to a video? And then it led to someone like, hey, can you shoot like a crude like cooking show? And then it was like, hey, can you like do this fucking like interview based documentary thing for, you know, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I could do all that. The whole time, it's like the only thing I had was an iPhone and a fucking iMovie. So it's like... Nice, dude. Wow. But but it turned into something that became part of my income, which was just unexpected. And here we are again talking about all the skills that you accumulate through life coming into fruition in some way or another, like working in your favor. So it was just like a very... It, it's just very weird. You don't... I didn't expect that. And And now what's fucking really funny is like... On YouTube, I'm building, I'm trying to build out my YouTube monetization, you know, the whole thing. Uh, and it's not my podcast that's doing well on YouTube. It's my fucking shitty tutorials, which like my music tutorials. Nice. Yeah, they're doing great. So I'm trying to sort of weave it all together. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that's what I'm kind of doing with my website. I'm trying to sort of turn it into sort of this portfolio of shit. But it, nice. it, so it, it, it's really interesting to sort of try to refocus and and that's sort of what this whole um this whole quarantine has been for me. As soon as all this exterior responsibility sort of was like, okay, that's off the table. I lost my job. You know, I'm a musician, full time musician, so that's off the table. You know, let's start rethinking this. But right. uh, I've just been refocusing all my energy into the show myself what i'm trying to do and it's been really great to just sort of distill down exactly what the fuck am i trying to do here and <laughs> it, it like really like i had to i did this uh youtube channel uh trailer and i learned so much first of all i was use i'm learning new programs also why i do all this it's uh, i'm learning final cut pro i'm finally off nice. the iMovie tit and i'm learning <laughs> fucking apple motion I'm learning Canva, which is basically a Photoshop, uh, a web browser-based Photoshop type program. And so I'm learning all these different programs all at the same time while trying to refocus what I'm trying to do. But this goddamn channel trailer, it fucking informed me so much on what I'm doing here. And it was just so useful to sort of condense everything that I'm doing into like a 45 second you know like selling point that like hey subscribe you know like so <laughs> i'm just curious on on how what it, it's it's weird it's weird i how get you, it i'm only laughing because i i totally get right, it <laughs> you you go down these fucking rabbit holes and i've just been spending 12 hours. i mean it got so bad that my wife had to be like hey your family's here too you gotta like you can't just go in there all the time and do that uh so like I, i'm just curious on how you've been sort of using your time with quarantine and with all your exterior responsibilities sort of out the door, except for, of course, your beautiful child and your, and your lovely wife, uh, what ha have you been taking this time to like really dive in? H how have you been spending your quarantine time mostly besides dad and husband stuff? I mean, it's a great question because, I mean, just yesterday, my wife and I, we just took a walk to, you know, break up the monotony of everything. And while we're out walking, we had kind of a deeper conversation about, you know, what's what's next? What are we going to take away from this? And without going, without recounting that whole conversation, I guess the, the point that came out of it that's relevant here is like, actually, before all this stuff went down, I had just committed to a big life change. And I was literally kind of doing exactly what you're describing as far as your time that has unexpectedly, you know, opened up because your work is, is put on hold. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people are refocusing. Um, and I think, I guess maybe hopefully I can be 
the other side of the conversation for folks that are maybe feeling differently where, you know, all this stuff that's happening, you know, sometimes people are not being productive at all. Sometimes they're just chilling. Um, and, you know, that's kind of like self-care because, you know, the, the big life changes, the paradigm shift, the, the vulnerability, the, the unknown that we're all going through. It's like, I think for me, what I'm going through personally the past couple of weeks is just trying to recalibrate like my, uh, my creative energies have been extremely low, which is very frustrating because, you know, um, I'm one of those people that, you know, like I think it's Stephen King that they, they have a, a little quote or an interview with him where they say, you know, how do you write so many books? And he says, well, you know, I just, I sit down at the computer and, you know, I type one page at a time. And it, I guess the point is that he makes time to do work regardless of inspiration, which is a big lesson I had to learn, you know, early on when I wanted to get serious about making more art and, and, you know, especially in a family environment is like, you can't always just wait for inspiration to strike. Like it's a beautiful thing when inspiration comes, but you need to set yourself some office hours, go sit in the office and commit to spending those hours working. Mm. And I'm just saying all that to kind of get back to the point that, you know, I can't actually do it right now, which is really weird for me. Like I was, I was shifting my life into this new thing where I'm like, well, I'm not going to work as much. I'm going to spend half my time uh, instead of paying for childcare, I will just be childcare and I will still work some to, to make sure that we're not negative for that reason. And, you know, my goal in, in the long term was if there's time in between, I'm going to keep learning just like you're talking about. I was doing all these tutorials. I was getting really good at Adobe Illustrator and Premiere and After Effects and all these things, these skills were coming together. And then when the quarantine hit, it's like, well, my job, the hours actually went down even further. I felt more obligated to like take care of the baby more since I'm not working. And I guess my really just my motivations and creative energy have just been shit. Mm -hmm. Like I have a to-do list. I wish I could just pull up my Google Drive and show you my list. I have like two pages of projects I want to get done. Yeah. And I'm, I've just been struggling, man. I'll be honest with you. Like I've just been trying to like, I, I don't know, I guess maybe it's like a, a mild depression or something when you're just like taking in the, the world events. And <laughs> yeah. it's not, it, for me, it's personally not that bad. But I think when you see the strife that it creates, whether it be people losing their livelihood or people going to protests, uh, about a, I mean, just things just kind of, you know, I don't know. I've just kind of gotten down. And so I hate to say I haven't really been able to use this time to refocus. I've really just tried to use this time to like be okay. Yeah. No, don't. <laughs> I, totally. I like wish I could say otherwise, but I guess I'm hoping that if other people hear me say that, maybe they just feel okay with just taking a little time to just be themselves. And, you know, it's okay that if you, you know, we're off work for two to four weeks and you didn't like fucking master a new skill, like good, whatever. I'm glad you're still alive and that you still want to, you know, do whatever comes next, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I really, I mean, that's, I guess maybe that's the source of the, the whole mild depression I describe. It's just that I see all these people with time kind of doing exactly what you're describing and I'm not able to for some, for some good reasons. Cause obviously, like you said, family, uh, a child and, and wife come first and I still do have a little bit of work. So those things have to be taken care of first. But, you know, the, the time that was left, I'm like, I'm honestly not, I'm not able to do a whole lot. I like, I, 
uh, I, I will tell you this. Maybe this will answer the original question a little better. The Juicy Main thing, um, if you listen to my album, the last song on the album, uh, we did a version of this song called What's Up, Main? And What's Up, Main? I actually recruited too many people. Um, uh, and I bring that up because Jason was one of the people that was supposed to be on the song. He was bummed. I know. I felt like shit. And he like totally... like I was preparing to speak to him about it and it be as like diplomatic and polite and professional about it but he was like so psyched that he hit me up first and i had to be like dude i'm so sorry like i did not want to talk to you about it like this but since you're asking me like you know i ended up with like seven or eight people that sent in verses Mm. and for a whole you know slew of different reasons i had to try to pick yeah, I, I mean, it had to be short enough to go on a vinyl, first of all. Right. But it also had to be short enough that it was like listenable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it had eight verses on it, you know, it's just like <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, what's up, Maine? Uh, shout outs to Jason. I'm so sorry that your verse wasn't on the track. <laughs> I was stoked about it when it came in, but I had a lot of good verses and I had to pick the ones that, you and know, yours just wasn't good enough. It's not that it wasn't good at all. It was just, like I said, some of the verses came in before his. Some of them um, were my my long, long time homies. Like Mm. one of the guys I brought him back, like his rap career was ended like 10 years ago. And I like revived his rap career. So retirement. Yeah, I mean, and he even says it in the song. So, I mean, it's like (laughs) it was a big deal. And it's like I had to wait. And another one of the guys was not only, you know, one of my longtime homies is a great rapper, but he was also willing to like mix the song for me. <laughs> and helps. so it's just a lot of tug and right. pull, push and pull that was like very heartbreaking. You know, one of the guys that didn't get to get on there was uh, just a, a great friend and supporter of mine that sent me the rap. And I, you know, I loved it. it I don't know if I loved it as much as Jason's and I'm not going to name names to create a, an issue. But again, it was another heart wrenching situation right. where it's this guy that I love so much. I wanted to collaborate with for so long. And it didn't work out. And I felt like shit. Um, but the good news is, is out of all that, the people that did, you know, work with me on that song and then it came out, uh, were, were like kind of pushing forward with like a, like a, a super rap meme group thing. Oh, nice. <laughs> and so that's something I've been kind of working on in the background for, I don't know, ever since all this started, like the first week when it really got bad and everybody was just kind of like, I feel like that first week when everybody was either like working from home or just not working, it was like this tizzy of like, oh shit, like I'm going to, I'm going to video chat with all my friends or right. I'm going to start working on projects. And like that first week, you know, I hit up these guys that worked on the project and, uh, you know, I was like, Hey, I've got like, cause if uh, referring back to my live stream that I was saying where I get all my ideas from, yeah. like I still have like 30 something songs that I've never finished from all that. So I was like, Hey guys, check out all these songs. If you like any of them, you know, if you want to work on more stuff, um, let me know. And like they were down. So, <laughs> so you <laughs> got songs about apples. We got songs about <laughs> cabinets. cabinets. I mean, it's the dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's the dumbest shit you've ever heard. <laughs> it's so funny though. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is it about? Like just the most mundane things that are just the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> just to just make songs about I think it was liberating for these guys because you know um I mean one of the guys that I've been referring to he goes by RC to Cola man that's his rap name <laughs> he, he he was doing comedy rap before I ever was doing it and uh <laughs> he is I mean he's a serious guy as well so like he gave up on that whole route because he was like 
I can't be a fake rapper all my life. He's like, this is just not, <laughs> I can't be a fake rapper. This is rap. not going to work. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I think most people would probably feel the same way. <laughs> and he was like, fuck this shit. I'm done. He, he made two really great albums with his other homie that was a DJ. I love him. Look up RC Decola Man and DJ Squirt. They make really <laughs> fucking hilarious, good rap. Um, but, you know, they gave it up and I got RC to come back. And when he, RC was willing to come back, I knew I had to strike while the iron was hot. And I was like, so, dog, I really enjoyed working with you on this. Um, you know, and I think he actually hit playing in the seat in my mind. He said, I hit up my homie DJ Squirt and I was like trying to get everything started again. And I was like, well, if that's what you want to do, like I've got all these songs. And so, yeah, he was actually the one that came through. I made this song. <laughs> It was just an instrumental. It had no lyrics at all. And it had this little melody that was like, and like, he just comes back. He's like, yo, I got up this morning. I wrote this song about cabinets. And he took the melody and he just singing, I got some cabinets. I got some cabinets. <laughs> I can't wait to share with you guys. But yeah, that's really what I was hoping to get done with my quarantine time. And it just hasn't happened. hasn't come together yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's interesting is that I, I went real hard for like the first three weeks of quarantine and then I sort of hit a wall. And so now, well, now I'm sort of getting back into it now that I'm sort of redesigning my website. Oh, yeah, I'm learning how to design websites now <laughs> as nice. well. But, uh, but, it, but what I did notice is that in that first week, there were so many people who got super active and who was like, you know, uh, they, they started putting together collaborations through Zoom. And there were just, just so many of my friends, uh, all my musicians' friends, just active and, and Green Acres, too. But what I found was, is like, as soon as, and I ended up getting pulled into like three or four, four, five, five different recording projects <laughs> in the first couple <laughs> days of quarantine. So it's just like, here's this, here's this, here's this. And what ended up happening was that I ended up, like, I could care less about recording music. I was like, I'm doing YouTube right now. Like, <laughs> like this is what I'm doing. And so like, I just, and what was fucked up about it is like, it, and I don't particularly even like recording music with other people. I like recording my own music by myself or with my wife. That's fine. But like, I don't particularly get, just because I don't, I just, my own personal preferences, but it like literally the thought of recording songs instead of doing YouTube, like it, it literally like drained the life out of me. Like it, it sucked the energy out of my soul. And like every time I would go <laughs> and sit down and try to record, I would get so tired. And I'd just be like, I wish I was building my YouTube right now. You know, like it was just, <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. And, uh, and so like, I, I, I get that there's just certain times when certain things are just not going to work for you. Like your brain is just going to be like, Nope, not doing it. Sorry. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, and, you got into the, like the flow state, you know, like exactly. with your YouTube and stuff. It's like, there was something that was channeling your energy. So, and it worked. I mean, God damn, did it work? Like I am, I'm, I'm literally seeing the results of a month worth of work and like it's work it, like it's growing and it's, it's crazy. So, I mean... Uh, That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I mean, I wish it was growing because people wanted to listen to the podcast on YouTube, but it's <laughs> it's growing because of the tutorials, which is fine because 
no matter what, it's all funneling people back to the website, and that's sort of the idea is like, get them to the fucking website, you know, get them into the store, and maybe they'll buy something else. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I get that, too. I mean, I've done a couple of tutorial things, and it's just a whole different angle. I it mean, is. Like, it is. It's funny, too, because it's like, it almost starts to feel like some weird pyramid scheme because it's like, I'm going to teach you how to make YouTube videos so you can teach people how to make YouTube videos. And it's like, bro, how many people need to learn how to make YouTube videos until this whole thing is like saturated? But I mean, hopefully we're early enough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but that's how it starts to feel. You know, at a certain point is like, I did this one tutorial that I'm super happy with. It was like just how to make memes on your phone. Yeah, And I was just so happy with it because I saw so many people that I never even thought wanted to have anything to do with memes at all. They just start making memes after they saw it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this is the dream, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not gaining a lot of popularity. I mean, like, I think that video got like 60 views or something silly like that. But I knew the people who watched it, it, it worked for them, right, you know? Right. So, I mean, I think it's a really interesting angle to come at it all because... Like you say, it all leads back. You're just trying to get people to the source, right. whatever that may be at the time. Right. You know, keep bringing them back. <laughs> oh, dude, it's all about the comeback, baby. You know, like <laughs> drug dealers, they had it right the whole time. It's all about the comeback. <laughs> you know, yeah, you just you know get them hooked with a little bit of uh, you know, a little bit of fucking some bluesy make... tutorial licks. <laughs> it's funny too because like my videos are like forty seconds, right? And it's just like a real close, a crude close up of me going. And then it slowed down, and that's it. And you know what's funny? My the biggest, most popular video that I got right now is La Bamba, the melody of La Bamba on ukulele. Wow! And it, yeah, right. So like now nice, I'm focusing nice work. on. It's like it's up to I don't know what is it. I don't know what it is. It's it's like thirty six thousand. It's been growing crazy. <laughs> It, it's not i'm not trying to i'm not sitting here and gloating Dude, wow that's amazing though. but i'm not i'm not gloating i'm saying that it's confusing because at the end of that video is la bamba right and then <laughs> i put a picture of, have you ever seen la bamba the movie yeah and then so you know how his brother after he finds out that he his brother richie valens dies in a plane crash he runs outside he's like richie <laughs> yes. so i just took that still of him going richie and then took the audio and put it in like a um into a uh uh echo jesus a delay so it you know rang out like richie richie and that was the <laughs> end of the video so it's like this 25 seconds of learning how to play la Bamba, and then it's like richie and that's the end of the video <laughs> and so like i was like is that why it's so popular like is that why people care so it i started tagging yep. some of my videos with just stupid shit like that that pertains to the actual lick with no results uh, <laughs> but but it's well, funny you never know man well you know like but but you know what i mean like when you're like trying to find like what is it about this that, that is makes it successful Right. Like with your videos, I'm sure that you sat down. Um, did you find that there was any common uh, common denominators on how from one video to the next on how they succeeded? Like, was there certain things that were like, I mean, I'm, you know, like with McDonald's, you had a flow of McDonald's stuff so that, you know, you were doing well with that. But um, did you ever try to sit down and be like, what is it? And like, did, like it's like cracking the Da Vinci code or some bullshit. No, no, so, I think so. you actually, you nailed it. it. It It's, it's pretty clear to me now that any of the videos that are like really, really 
like quote unquote viral. I don't know if I'm willing to go that far, but <laughs> any of them that did well, yeah, um, always had some tie-in to some niche mm. that was like, you know, very easily marketable to. I guess so. Like, I have a ton of videos that I almost feel like I should have created another account, but it doesn't matter. They're out there now. That where I would, you know, I take MIDI files of some video game music. Loaded into my doll. I like to use Reason. I'd go through with Reason. I'd start finding new new patches for all these instruments. So, like, say you list, yeah, like a good example, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, one of the main characters is named Aerith. She, um, real sentimental character because spoiler alert, she does die in the game. Oh. And her theme is just very touching. And so I took it. I kind of made it into this lo-fi thing, and I'm went and found some pixel art and just smashed it all together. And that went huge. <laughs> and again, it's just like the point I'm, I guess I'm bringing up there is that the video always had some audience that was going to be ready. So I, I don't know how the La, La Bamba thing or, or any of that can relate, but right. it's like for me, anything that has done well is like I have had either an audience or like maybe a homie that had an end to a, an audience that would, you know, like it. Like one of my uh, other videos that's probably, I think it's my biggest one on, on, on Facebook is just this stupid ass song. I was literally cooking dinner. So I'll give you guys the story behind it real quick. It's not a long story first. And then I'll tell you about the video, but like I was um, cooking dinner. We had gotten some corn, ears of corn that we were going to grill. I'm literally just shucking the corn over the trash can. And if you're like me, I think a lot of people are, you just start, you know, sometimes you just start rapping or singing about whatever is in your life. And I would just sit there going, shuck a neck corn, shuck a neck corn. <laughs> and, I, and I just like, for some reason it stuck. I was like, this is a hook. And I was like, I've literally put the corn down. I told my wife, I'll be right back. <laughs> I ran down to the studio. That's another one of my tenants of creativity is I have always, I've worked really hard to always have workstations ready to go so that when that idea came in my mind, mm. I could come down here and it literally, I was gone for like two or three minutes just so I could, I found a beat that was already okay enough to put, well, it was actually, again, it was from those live streams. I have all these leftover songs that I, I'm still trying to get through. I loaded one up. I say, shugging that corn, shugging that corn, like four times, looped it up, left, turned it all off, right? So then fast forward to, okay, I got the Shook in the Corn song. Um, I didn't really do anything else to it. I literally left it just as a loop where I'm just saying Shook in that corn. <laughs> and I make a video of myself drinking a martini. I'm actually wearing the same hat in the video. And uh, I, I have a friend that has a page that's just called Corn. And you know, I didn't make this video with that in mind, but because... He saw it, and obviously his shtick is corn, like in a weird, <laughs> absurd, you know, like there's just a lot of meme pages that are just that out there to just, there's not even much of an idea other than corn, right? <laughs> he puts out the video shucking the corn on the corn page, and it just like blows up. I mean, I like came back the next day and it had like 30,000 views, and I'm just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like the same way you feel when you're like your La Bamba video with Richie at, you know, screaming Richie at the end and it's huge and you're like, what? what? Why? Yeah. Like, and you could probably relate even more if you spend all of your years as a, you know, working musician. It's like you work so hard to get out there in the online world and then the online world is not really into it. 
And then you do some fucking weird shit that's just like takes you five seconds. The inspiration was a, a fucking, you know, poof in your brain and you just did it and it's done. It's over. And it just, you know, yeah. and you're like, what? What? what all these years I spent trying to do something <laughs> that I thought was, you know, good and serious and meaningful. And no, no, it wasn't actually no, nobody no. really cared. Yeah, like, it's but this, bro. <laughs> this La Bamba riff, yeah. at, with, you know, at the, the end of La Bamba, you killed it man this is what the world needed <laughs> <laughs> not me writing songs that i think are cool no, la bamba fuck no, it, it's it's just i don't you know like there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it it's just it's it, it, like i've been thinking about that a lot is like what is it that gets into the zeitgeist of 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 society that moves them in a direction you know like what is it that moves an entire group of people to uh, go protest in groups, in large groups, even though you know this this disease is very largely communicable, uh, highly communicable. It, or what 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 draws people to a hit song? I guess would be a little bit better of a reference. You know, like what is it? What is that energy that draws people into? Like what makes a meme? Fuck it. You know, like I've been thinking about that a lot, and there's really no answer to it. So I guess I'll ask you, what is it, Phil? <laughs> I mean, that's a really fun question that we probably get to just started on that one at the top and they're just <laughs> gone for the rest of the episode. But I mean, I think when it comes to memes, um, memes are a very dense subculture at this point. And, you know, depending on who your listener is, uh, memes could mean a lot of different things. Memes can be, you know, people consider a screenshot of a tweet a meme mm. people literally will call fucking comic strips from the newspaper a meme these days <laughs> people i mean you know everything from what i make as jill neal which is just like a silly photo with some funny text on it to really high you know basically high production value like photoshopping a product into something totally different like you know flaming hot baby formula or right, something right, like right. As far as memes go, I think it's a fascinating world that, like, that's why I say we could have just started on that. We could have talked the whole episode <laughs> through. But, I mean, as far as trying to drill down to exactly what you're saying, you know, um, I can't give an answer beyond, you know, what I've learned through my processes is that, you know, quality, it's always great to focus on quality, but I'm kind of more of a mind that quantity over quality is the way to go right now. People's attention spans are very short and fleeting. You know, you probably already know this just from doing a podcast and then doing a stream. It's like, you know, those things are great because they can be immediate, but then how long can you hold people's attention? Mm -hmm. It's very hard. You know, like you could have a live stream, it shows up, they're scrolling their phone, there it is, it's in their face. So now you have more viewers than you've ever had before. But how long can you keep them? Right. You know, I know when I do live streams, uh, the very first Five minutes is like the biggest spike. Everybody's getting the message. They're tuned in. But do they want to watch this? Eh, <laughs> for the most part, they don't because they don't stick around, you know? Mm. Um, I think, you know, again, to, to try to stick to what your point is of the question is like, what what is the thing that gets people? What is it about a meme or a viral video? I think it just comes down to trusting your intuition, you know, when the ideas appear in your mind, and they are joyful for you to create. And not only are they joyful for you to make the idea. So like you just came up with something that's either really funny or really inspiring, whatever it is that just really did something to you. It's not going to go away. 
find the way in your life to be able to channel that idea out into the world. So if that means having your guitar nearby or having your laptop set up to record and be able to do that thing over and over again, and, and, and you'll find that answer, right? The, the answer that you are asking me about, which you're asking yourself about all day when you're trying to do YouTube and stuff, it's like, I haven't really found it. I've just found that there's processes that will help you get there more often than not. Yeah. And it's really important to, to cultivate those because like, again, going back to the top of this whole answer, which is that people's attention spans are fleeting. So you got to like follow those ideas, put the processes in place to, to make them real, put them out in the world. Don't sweat it. You know what they say? Uh, what's the mantra finish, not perfect. Yes. You know, I mean, go you- for that. And, 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 you know, you can always come back to those ideas and make them better. But if you can capture people's attention, you can find out what works and you can keep iterating on that. Then that's how you'll start to find that answer. And, and you know, at the end of the day, I'm still telling you, I don't know the answer, but I'm saying there's ways you can start to shed, there's a way you can shine a light on those things, which is, it's not just about what what works. It's about what works for you and what works for some audience, you know, that that wants it. And it's different for everybody. It's a gigantic world. There's 7 billion people. That's another thing I think people need to remember is that if it didn't work over here, there's a whole nother 7 billion people left in the world that you can still keep trying and, 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 you know, find what works for you. I think that's what's so important is that people try so hard <laughs> to make shit because they think that's what people want, you know, but again, like, give up if you have to, it's okay. Give up and go back to what works for you. If you're feeling really good about it and you're making that shit, but you're still not finding traction with it, that's okay. Make it until, you know, you're ready to make something else yeah. and and you'll slowly figure it out. I hope, you know, I used to hear people say that to me and I didn't believe it. Yeah, me uh, neither. <laughs> yeah, I would see people that were doing well in their creative careers and they would post like inspiring shit about like, yo, bro, I never believed I could do this. And, you know, I'm putting in that voice because at the time to me, it felt like trite and, and meaningless, but I do believe it's possible and I don't believe it's easy. And I don't think it's like, it everything is um temporary you know it's it's like you can find success on the internet one day and then you might not find it again for a long time and you just got to be okay with that you know the, the most important thing is that you keep making things that are true and meaningful and joyful for you um and i'm i'm sorry i know i keep saying you and it's not to you directly I'm no, just I know. to the listener you know right. like I think that it's important to do those things that mean a lot to you and hopefully they find an audience. And if they don't, you know, sometimes that's when you have to kind of step back and be like, fuck, which we've all done so many times, you know, like that's okay. Like, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I sunk like thousands of dollars into this idea of a band that was, you know, a comic book band combo thing. And I thought this would be a really interesting idea, especially on the internet. And let me tell you, it was not... <laughs> very good it, i mean i thought it was okay quality wise but it was not very good as far as the reception goes mm. and, I, and i just bring that up to say you know when i was doing that i had no idea anybody was gonna enjoy me making videos about you know smoked almonds uh <laughs> two or three years later so yeah. i don't know the answer but i'm hoping you know people that are wanting to find that answer these are the things that will get you there and i'm so far behind so many other people in the world that like you know, 
to go find the people that are doing what you want and copy them for a long time. Don't try to make your way in the world imitating them, but imitate them to get to that place where you can do something of your own, you know? Yeah. I guess I guess the question itself is is it's kind of meaningless. Um I I guess the answer is really not not where does it come from and but how do you get there? It's like where you know what I mean so like to to sit here and try to think is like where does inspiration come from? It's like well who gives a fuck? Is it just electrical impulses that are firing off in our brain? Is it fucking some ghost who's floating invisibly behind us right. like implanting it? You know, is it is it is it you know who gives a fuck? It's like the thing is is that you the the, the point of it is that how you get there which which you helped me answer this. That that was great, Phil. Thank you so much. You were like, wow, thanks. You gave hey. it because because you're right. Because it's like no one knows the answer to that stupid shit. But <laughs> but they do. They know the answer when you see people who follow their passions and follow their uh, to dreams to whatever success is to them and to other people. I guess you know it. They they fucking. They just did it, and and it was just that. It was they they weren't really fucking. They weren't like, oh, is the muse striking, or is it? You know, it's like they just sat down and did it. Like you're saying, Stephen King, which I love. Stephen King, um, I like his books, but I love that book that he wrote about writing as well, <laughs> because it's just such a great. Because you hear it all across, and anybody who has any kind of success is going to tell you. You gotta sit your ass down, and whether the muse is 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 hot, is spitting hot fire that day or not, it's like you just have to sit there and be in that space, and, right? And just go through it. It's so it's, sometimes, and it's you know, it's like you can always come back mm -hmm. if you can get something on the page. Quote: I mean, for us, we're not writing books, but you know what I'm saying. It's like if you can get something down, mm -hmm. and, and even if you can just pick up your phone and it's like you have an idea for a song, if you can just sing it. I mean, get, get it, getting things out is so key, you know, like, mm. uh, yeah, but yeah, it's like you say, you gotta, you just gotta like keep doing it. You gotta, gotta find the time or the way to make shit like over and over and over again. <laughs> um, I, is it, I, I just wanted to get your, uh, is it okay if we play shucking corn? Mike. No, I mean, we can play it. froze well, up on me. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm still here. Your internet connection is unstable. My internet connection is unstable. You're you're good now. I oh, just okay. lost you for a second. Okay, it, it, I think it's me. And my computer told, well, my Zoom told me that. Okay, uh, is it cool to play uh, shucking corn? Oh yeah, absolutely. You can any any of my stuff you want to play, go for it. Right on. Um, I'll probably play it over the part where we're talking about it or under it. And then okay. I'll probably edit it in there. Uh, but I just want to give people an idea of what you're doing. Uh, your new, your latest album is, which I love the name. It's from the juice and within the juice. So if anybody, uh, I, which is a great name. And uh, I mean, it's like almost like a Beatles rep or, you know, it's just like, from, I can't even think of the reference I'm trying to reference right now, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's a cheeky like uh, reference to more spiritual thinking, which, you know, right. there's also a lot of uh, philosophical writings from one of my favorite rappers, Gucci Mane, who talks about a man can be, uh, a man can be lost up in the sauce, 
but that same man can be lost without I'm, I'm messing up the quote anyway the points are that there's a lot of philosophical ideas about juice sauce and so uh, yeah we're just playing with those ideas yeah well, it's, it's nonsense right <laughs> It's nonsense. Don't read yeah. into this, folks. <laughs> Just laugh. Uh, I really liked your song "Woke" because of. I mean, in this in this era, you know. Um, well, I, I mean, not so much at this moment. Even though there's a lot of weird shit getting politicized right now, but the woke movement thing. I, I just like that you're like, I woke up and now I'm awake and now I'm woke. <laughs> but then you do go into like actual things, but what? <laughs> What was that? I know you're saying it's nonsense, but at some level, it has to mean something to you because you're trying to say something. Uh, I mean, what what is that song for you? I mean, that song is. I'm I'm really glad you would touch on that one because I think um, it's probably one of the later songs that was on the album. So it was really when things were shifting from more of like impromptu nonsense ideas to, uh, I mean not to give too much credit to that song, it was the same process, but like, you know, just things are crystallizing a little bit more. And I did make that one on a live stream. Um, all the lyrics are completely improvised. Um, if you guys are ever interested at which I can't advise for most people, but if you are really interested, you could go back and you could probably watch the live stream where I, you know, made that whole song probably within about an hour. And, um, you know, I think, the reason I said I'm so glad you asked about that song is because I think it touches on kind of the whole duality thing that I was getting at earlier, which is that the Chiel Neal character is both, you know, kind of a representation of these two sides of myself, which just gives me a lot of, um, it gives me a lot of leeway to like, you know, be self-deprecating, whether it's either about myself or maybe about something like woke culture. But I also get to be true to myself and I get to talk about ideas that I think are important without being woke about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> I think that's the problem is that the, the whole premise of that song for me is it's about performative wokeness, which is like, you know, if you need to virtue signal, um, but you're not actually taking any sort of like political or uh, you know, meaningful action in the world. Like if you're sharing the fact that you gave money to a homeless guy on the internet, um, and that's the only time you ever gave money to the guy or gave money to anybody, it's kind of meaningless, you know, it's kind of beside the point. And so I guess to me, that kind of connects to the idea of this character of Chill Neal is that he would absolutely do shit like that. Like he, he would want to be woke and he would want you to know that he's woke, you know? And so like, <laughs> that's kind of... <laughs> That's where the idea of the song is like, yeah, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to wake <laughs> up. Like he's just like going to do it, you know, without any effort put into the the change, you know, and like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's some parts in there where I do talk. I think the lyrics are saying like, you know, I can see every race and I can see every gender. And like, I'm glad I got to kind of just tuck that in there because I think a lot of people might take away from that. Like maybe I'm making fun of those issues, but actually I think it's like, it's like you should see those things like if you are woke that's the something you should you know just as sim simple as that it's yeah. like you don't even have to like talk about it which he's doing in the video but it's like just seeing people for what they are you know like a lot of people like to say like you know i'm colorblind or something yeah. like that and it's like well <laughs> you don't actually realize when you say you're colorblind that you're actually not acknowledging what makes someone's race important yeah. it's like to say that oh well uh you know I don't care what race you are. It's like, well, that's, I get that, but you should care what 
race people right. are and you should care what they what their identity is like what they want to be that that those are things that are you know i think that if there's anything to being woke those are the kind of ideas that you might want to try to like work on in your internal view so it's just a really fun way to like not be serious but like just tuck in some meaningful ideas in a nice thick sandwich of just you know silliness yeah and i it, it's probably one of my favorite songs on the album just like the way it sounds and like the video was really fucking fun to make <laughs> I had a ton of fun with that one. Like I had a fan and everything. So like I'm wearing a robe and it's like blowing in the wind and stuff. And <laughs> I have to check time. that out. I, I, I listened to the album, so I didn't get to see the video side of that. So I'm going to have to see that. Um, Pretty much everything has a video. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'll have to hook you up. Or I'll, well, I mean, if there, it's all out there. If anybody, so what, what, what's your website or where can people find you the, like the easiest or best? Um, I mean, when, when do you think the podcast will be out? Oh, like, this ain't coming out probably for about five weeks. Okay. So in that case, I would just say, check me out on, um, YouTube, just search for Chiel Neal. That would be a great place to see. Cause like everything I've ever done has been designed for a video. So, um, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like wondering about the songs and the videos, just go to YouTube. You can get it all in the same place. And then beyond that, um, all my music is just at juicymain.com. <laughs> and, th- and there's reasons you could go just listen to the album by itself because I did, like I said, once I got the music, the basic ideas done, I actually went back and spent a good amount of time cleaning things up and kind of expanding on the better ideas. So the audio version, it's out, it's also out there on all that Spotify and, you know, whatever you stream from Amazon, iTunes, like Apple music, you can listen to juicy band on there. Um, and you know, if you don't want to see the videos, then that, that's the only other thing I would say is just search your favorite streaming site for juicy band and you'll, you'll have a good time. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's play woke. Uh, so people can see how woke juicy really is. <laughs> Uh, so this is from, <laughs> I love the name of this album because it kind of is hard for me to say off the, off the album from the juice and within the juice, here is <laughs> Woke. Yeah, I'm gonna wake up. Yeah, I'm gonna wake up. Wake up. Yeah, I'm gonna wake up. 
And we're back. So, you know, Juicy Woke is letting you know. Having to wake up. <laughs> that song is a ton of fun. I still get a kick out of it. I love you. And, and please. Well, I was just saying, as far as the album name goes, I just wanted to quickly note that, like, the reason I did end up naming the album that is, like, when I first started making some songs and I would do that classic MTV, you know, like, song name, artist name. Yeah, yeah album name well i didn't have an album i didn't even ever think i would make an album i i just i think i just you know shit that out of my brain i was like from the juice and 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 like i did it enough times that i started to get this idea that like oh i actually have to make this album so (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you just you have to do it (laughs) and and it's funny like like you literally have to do it it's like it's like i gotta make this album about nonsense i have to (laughs) after there was like you know 10 or however many uh, it's actually it ends up being 17 songs I yeah mean, it's, it's just long, ridiculous to it's me a, it's a full length album man that's yeah. <laughs> it's impressive though it's very impressive like to have that many songs and some of them are like two minutes one minute 50 seconds 106 oh yeah they're all know? very short i mean these are all meant to be like a lot of people will call me meme music and i think meme that's music. accurate but that's because dope. it was all meant to be very quickly consumed you know the idea originally was that i wanted to be able to post them on instagram and you can't post a video longer than a minute on instagram so i was like i knew when i made these that and it was just helpful for the process to not have like to do a three four five minute song right it could it could take a long time yeah Uh, a minute or a 30 second song you can knock that out really fast so i just kind of went with that process and then that made the video production even easier (laughs) and then like you say some of them are are still only two something minutes. And that's just because, you know, like I, I wanted to go back and make them worth. If you were going to push play on your, whatever it was worth listening to, like, you know, shucking the corn used to be like less than a minute long. And I was just like, I had tons of people tell me like, this is one of my favorite fucking beats. And I'm like, <laughs> how is this one of your favorite beats? Like, but I was like, oh, I'll at least make it a couple minutes. So if right. you're going to push play, like you can listen to it, you know, like, I got to nod my head for at least two minutes, bro. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's tight, dude. That is so tight. Uh, well, uh, Phil, I do appreciate you coming on the show. It's been it's been a blast and a joy to talk to you and and meet absolutely the, meet the man behind Juicy. And chill <laughs> Thanks for you. having me, man. Yeah. It's a pleasure to speak to you. I love the all the different levels that we get to go through in this conversation. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, like what's been cool about this whole pandemic is that. I don't know. There's been a shift in the podcast and just how I approach it. Cause a lot of times I would start with, um, you know, what's your musical lineage, what's your musical background. And I'll still actually use that still, but in these last few weeks, it's just been dive right in and just start talking to people because I don't know, like we've been stuck in our houses for, you know, for <laughs> a month and a half or whatever. And, you know, we're not seeing people regularly. And when we do see people, we fear them a little bit, you know? So it's like, it's, <laughs> I think people are, are just, you know, are, are ready to talk, especially people being interviewed are ready to be like, Hey, what's going on? Hey, hey. so uh, it's been great. I mean, I've been having some of the best conversations in these last few weeks that, um, then, ever over the entire span of the uh, podcast so it's just been it's been just an oddly weird time to be alive and to have a podcast 
Absolutely. It's been weird as hell. But yeah, it's a pleasure to get to do things like this. I mean, okay, I, I, I appreciate it. It's my honor to be here. So right on, really man. enjoyed myself, man. Thanks well, for having right me. On. I enjoyed it too. I'm sorry you didn't get your second drink in, but uh, you know, you got a whole I night mean, The conversation was so good that you <laughs> didn't even need another cocktail. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. It's like, it's like, I don't know how this is going to go. So I might have to go get another drink. <laughs> I mean, that's just the norm, but you know, good you. conversation. It's just a, it's a great replacement for an alcoholic drink. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It's a, it's a good conversation is a drug of all of its own. So, Juicy May, Phil Buck, I appreciate the time and the and 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 the music and the videos and the streams. It's like I, I, I'm excited to see what's next, and uh, you know, I, I'm happy to see that you you got your vinyl goal, which. By the way, I was I'm like super jealous of that vinyl goal you got there because like that's like my shit. I think that's like a lot of musicians' shit. You know, it's like man, if I could just get it on vinyl, I'd be a legit <laughs> fucking artist. You know, it's so expensive. Um, it's just so expensive to get it. It all is, that yeah, stuff. it's a big commitment. But I have a feeling you now that you have that goal you will have your own vinyl not too long one day I'm well sure. it's a it, it's kind of been a dream because me and my wife have an album out that was recorded all on uh, tape it was all done uh -huh. on analog equipment and it was dumped into pro tools to edit but like uh -huh. everything was captured analog so it's like my dream to like put that in. Oh, like, that's perfect. And to be like a fucking birthday present or a Christmas present, like a fucking like $1,200 birthday present to, yeah. for just 50 of them or something. I don't know. Uh, There's small run places. I mean, you know, yeah, if you yeah. guys, if you get to that point, holler at me, I can help out. I'll, I'll be happy to help. Right on, man. Well, I appreciate it, man. And you have a great evening and I'll talk to you soon. You too, man. All, All right, right, dude. Peace. peace. Hey, I'm just checking in, you should too Holler at your homies, see if they're doing okay Man, you know we all got a lot that on that quarantine Unless you are essential, damn man, I hope you keep it clean Wash your damn hands 40,000 times a day If you try to talk to me, please stay six feet away Yeah, I'm checking in on all my homies doing all the FaceTime Google Hangout, Skype, and you know I gotta make a rhyme If you trying to holler at me, go ahead and hit me I'm just trying to check in on my homies, man. What's up?
just checking in by juicy man that is the latest single from juicy and it that is it has uh that has a few features on it let me check it hold on I'm, I'm gonna go look at the features uh it says just checking in you good <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's just a funny title it's just it's so silly uh and then it's butter wax it's featuring butter butter wax flick flip wiggins and Rob Meyer. Holy shit, that was hard to do. That was hard to get those out of my face. Uh, thank you so much, Juicy Main, for coming on here, Phil. It was a great conversation. And, um, you know, I, I just I respect the shit out of this guy. Like, he's just having fun, making silly shit, and just, just trying to bring joy into people's lives. You know, I like that. That's just nice. It's not, there's no, like, political agenda behind it, you know? There's no one... You know, there's just, it's just, just, just silly good time. Except for woke. I mean, because everybody needs to know Juicy is woke AF. Anyways, thank you, Juicy. <laughs> That's a funny fucking. <laughs> thank you, Juicy. And now here's Juicy with the weather. Thank you, Juicy. There's a storm brewing out there. Uh, okay, we're, we're moving on. That was terrible. And, um,. I'm not apologizing, but um, I will be backpedaling on the next episode. Uh, so go check out reinamystique.com, R-I-R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out that shit that's going on over there. It's great. It's not shit, but she has fully converted over to the church of Twitch, so <laughs> her, 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 her website is just might as well just be an uh, advertisement for Twitch. But she is on Twitch. Tuesdays, Thursdays, 8 a.m. and um, Sundays at 8 p.m., which feature your boy. We call it Acoustic Soul Sundays. Oh, by the way, go check out Juicy Band at juicymain.com. And that's just J U I C Y M A N E.com. I forgot to drop it. I just want to drop it one more time. Uh, uh, go check out the newly redesigned We Speak English Good.com. I put a lot of work into it. A lot of my pandemic hours went into that website. Uh, go and check out. Uh, go like and subscribe and, 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 and review the podcast like, like we go over. Like us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes and 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 uh youtube and anywhere you get your podcast and also leave a review very very simple three things that i'm doing support our sponsor moded studios modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com do it up and of course wseg tv is airing Every Monday at 1 p.m. and Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This Friday is going to be featuring this, uh, the, the, the creator of the first song we heard, our intro song by Press Play. He'll be on the show along with Uncle Ray, uh, Ray Armstrong of um, Everyday Peoples, a band here in Toledo, Ohio. So come on back. We got plenty of shit going on. And again, I hope you guys enjoyed this bonus episode. Expect it for the next couple weeks, maybe just next week. But uh, yeah, we're going to be trying to play catch up here because we have so much in the in the bank. And we just want to get to, you know, we got so many things that are, are current. We have so many conversations that are current and they're great. And I just want to get it out there before it becomes kind of stale. So uh, I, I love you guys. Take care of your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. Bye-bye.